0: You would think with uh, Halloween, just a couple days away from the recording of this, we'd do like a full Halloween edition. Of the Micah Molson Too Good for Radio podcast, but we're not going to do a full Halloween. We're going to focus on the sexy part okay. of Halloween because that somehow seems to be what everyone is sexy this and a sexy that, right? And whatever you just described sounds like work, and I don't want that. That sounds uh, yeah, no one wants I don't that. I want to put that kind of effort into no, not, this podcast. Together. Yeah, that's why it's not on the radio. Right. <laughs> Only people with effort get on the radio, and it doesn't. It doesn't account for anything. That's why we're too good for it. So let's get right into the uh, Micah Molson Too Good for Radio podcast. We're going to start with a new game. Stop me when you think this is fake. Just heard a dog bark. Yeah, yeah you hear that? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Who let the dogs out? Okay. All right. So this is going to be stop me when you think this is fake. All right. Okay. This is a story. It was a vo- a voice note posted to X formerly Twitter. It went viral. It is uh, talking about a disastrous pre wedding celebration. It's unverified and it's talking about basically a bunch of friends get together and do the combination of bachelor bachelorette party all right it's all in conjunction oh, okay. so they're, they're all for out for a night in the town in amsterdam all so right. we all know what goes remember stop me when you think this story's fake right okay it starts one of the girls was super drunk and went into one of those booths with like a glory hole the recording says after acknowledging the person speaking heard it through the grapevine. At this point, uh, the person on the other side, so she's in the she's in the booth. Yeah, right. You go in the booth. You know what it's there for. Yeah. She's like, ah, oh, ha, ha, I'm drunk. This is a bachelorette party and the bachelor party. is gonna be so much fun. So I'm gonna go in here. Just wait for a customer to poke through. And that's what transpired. Okay. Customer pokes through. <laughs> Hello. Hello. What's going on? So. Apparently, when in Amsterdam... Remember, stop me when you think this is fake. All right, all right. Apparently, when in Amsterdam, we're all drunk. It's the bachelor-bachelorette party. We're going to do it. So, they start doing something to the thing poking through. Having a, a little fun. Now, according to this vo- voice, uh, voice note on the, uh, on the Twitter, there was allegedly designed in such a way in this particular booth... That if a button was pressed by the people on either side, you could then it would turn translucent. Oh God, and you could see what was going on. That's even scarier than, than not knowing. Correct. <laughs>
1: so, I think I know where this is headed, but uh, I, I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna ride along. St- stop
0: me when you think this is fake. Remember okay. yeah, yeah. It's not a real story. I'm okay. Ar- I'm, I'm already suspect. Being drunk, she thought it would be hilarious just to see who was on the other side. She pushes the button and dun, dun 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 on the other side is The groom. Her dad. Her dad. No, <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. All right. I yeah, don't even the, think that button is real. I don't think the I don't think any part of this is real. They said yeah. the horror of the realization led to the party being broken up. Uh they went their separate ways. The girl has now fallen out with her family, and the mom is ob- obviously upset and not speaking to the dad because he found out. Uh, Someone commented, I expected the worst, but this was far worse than even that. Uh, By the way, the Daily Star, who was reporting on this, could not verify if the story was true or not. That's what I'm saying. It's got to be fake. While not impossible, it's pretty incredible, isn't it? First of all... It's almost too good. Right. But first of all, dad should not be putting his thing in that booth, and even would, in Amsterdam. Is, is
1: there a reason why dad would be along in the bachelor bachelorette party? I guess because he's part of the bachelor side? Yeah, I, I,
0: they don't get into the ins and outs of who's in, because sometimes family members show up in the yeah, bachelor party, yeah, right. and, and sometimes dad shows up for a little bit like, oh, I'll go have a good time. But why he's doing that, unless he was like dared by other people, but uh, yeah, th- when I read that, I'm, I'm with you. I'm like, I don't know. There are, there are many parts of that story I feel are fake. Yeah. One, I've never been to Amsterdam, so I don't know if those booths even exist, but that button seems like something that should not exist. If if the, if those booths right. exist, that button shouldn't shouldn't exist. right. I think
1: that sort of uh, defeats the purpose of, of right. the of the uh, whole. Exactly. Of the whole th- the whole <laughs> thing is the anonymity, right? Yeah, I think so. so. I think so. So yeah. I, I so, think that's a li- and there's so much of this on the internet where people invent a story just for the clicks. Yes. Um, I, there's a there's a great thread on on Reddit called "Quit Your Bullshit." Oh, okay. Where, where, where they catch people just faking things. You know, they go through their history and say, "This is you weren't there, and you're not really a woman." And you know, <laughs> they, they they completely piece you know piece it together and, and call people out on this. Um, and there does seem to be this uh, this cottage industry of course of coming up with some. Amazing story
0: uh, to get some clicks on the internet.
1: That's not even, and and they're just and they're just vanity clicks. It's not like anybody's making money off of this thing, right? It's
0: just to show, hey, look what I. It's basically that story right there is a 21st century deer penthouse forum.
1: You know what? Perfect example. That's a perfect example.
0: That's exactly what it, And you know what? If you were to go back, if you're some type of, uh, you know, weirdo that kept all those old pen, I'm sure if you went back and perused them, they probably got inspiration from one of those stories. Yeah. You're never going to believe it's what probably, happened yeah, here. It's probably the, that very story. Yeah. Speaking of never going to believe what's going happening here, someone found what they thought was a dead body, but it wasn't? Police uh, got report of a dead body dumped in the woods, uh, and
1: it was one of those stories that you always hear where somebody's out for a walk and they come across a dead body. Yeah. Joggers yeah, always find dead bodies or so,
0: yeah. yeah, inevitably by the way that just says stay away from the woods. Yeah. I know there's all these people like oh, nature's so freeing and I love hike. No, don't hike or just stop exercising. I mean, exercising's good for you, but don't do it in the woods. So they call the cops. There's a body in the woods. They close off a road for 31 hours, Jesus, uh, to seal off the crime scene. Um, I was gonna say, I hope it wouldn't take it that long to find the body, considering someone already found it and then called the authorities. No, they just wanted to. They wanted to keep the area clear. Secure, we right right, want exactly. sure, You
1: know, this is an investigation now, and so no, no, no. Shut you, it all down. No, no just no shut inter- it developers. down. Uh, they call in a forensic pathologist. Uh, As one would do. And he goes in there and starts poking, poking at his body,
0: uh, you know, doing the thing. I think it's been dead for. You know, How long? 18 hours yeah, exactly. And, right. Feeling for a pulse. It's cold. It's whatever. It's this. It's that. Uh, and this uh, is taking place in the UK in Clinton, Warwickshire. And
1: uh, the pathologist says, it is with great relief that I can announce that the pathologist was able to identify that the foot and hand beneath the bush did, in fact, belong to a discarded and realistic life-size
0: doll. Oh, what are you doing? What are you doing? Just You can't just throw something along like that along the... You can throw your garbage in the in the forest, but you can't throw that garbage in the forest. When
1: they finally drag the corpse out, they realize the blunder. The officers had a big laugh. Uh, it was very dirty, broken, and overused.
0: Oh! So
1: apparently, whoever <laughs> owned this thing to just wrecked it uh, and said, <laughs> That's well, a, "Throw it away." Well, this thing, I've gotten my money's worth out of this. Can you, you imagine the, let immo- the raccoons deal with it now?
0: <laughs> can you imagine the amount of time and effort it would take? to get it off of the beaten path that far to carry a realistic sex style thing. Because it's not like they're... I, I don't know for certain, but it's not like I think they would be light. It's not yeah. like just 10 pounds you're carrying. Yeah, right?
1: it sounds like it wasn't one of those uh, those novelty blow-up no. ones. But he, got, he went the authentic, this thing is head-to-toe woman. Uh, this is my partner. And then finally... It occurs to a person, oh, how could I possibly... I can't put this in my garbage because no. there's, there's going to be a hand sticking out of the dumpster. <laughs> that's going to look really sus. That's worse. Yeah, someone's going to see it so or I'm, find
0: it. So you have to then put it in a car.
1: Yeah. So no he throws one, it in his trunk.
0: I'm, I'm trying to say... I'm trying <laughs> to think, too. This must not be a very highly traveled nature trail. If this guy... Well, I guess you do it in the middle of dark, the middle of night, right? You put it in the trunk. You then carry it into the woods I'm and then throw it, it into is. the bush.
1: And it seems like he took some care... To cover it up. Uh, to know, make tucked sure. under some, yeah. some shrubs and stuff. And so then that it, what,
0: naturally some, deteriorates? Put some leaves over it. And then he just said, okay, not my problem anymore. See you later. How much, I, I, it's a question I don't want answered, but how much has to go on for them to say it was very overused? Right.
1: Because that was probably the first thing that alarmed the police was that this thing's all disfigured and- Everything you know, else going on with it. Ankles are up over its neck and everything. And and, dis- and the joints yeah. are out of place <laughs> and everything else. <laughs> yeah.
0: Ew.
1: The thing is folded in half for some reason. Oh, God. The accord- you know, for that authentic ex- experience. Right, exactly.
0: Ugh. And then he went, oh, I think I overdid it. I think. <laughs> I think- and, and how do you come to that realization be like, well- Last one with that one. Time to get a new one. Yeah.
1: Hey, uh, I bought this from you a couple of months ago. I still got the receipt. I don't know. Can I exchange? Can I? Is there something I can? What's your warranty on this thing? Yeah. The
0: ankles are all at a joint on it now. <laughs> just don't ask. Don't ask the questions. Don't ask why.
1: Yeah, I know. I know your fist isn't supposed to go there, but it, <laughs> but hey, it seemed to work. Things happened, and you know, I and just, next that, thing you know, her
0: shoulder was out of the socket. And that just it just the way that 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 way transpired. So
1: I'm just saying, can we do this, or do I have to go to Yelp and complain? <laughs>
0: One-star review. Uh, moving on to another sexy, sexy story here, in the mm-hmm. Mike and Molson Too Good for Radio podcast. Mm-hmm. Let me—this guy's name is just ridiculous. Let me take you to Washington State, where old Jad K. Shipman—that's Jad with a J. Sure, yeah. Jad K. Shipman was booked into Cowlitz County Jail. One count of first-degree attempted... I don't think this story's real either. (laughs) I don't think there's a Cowlitz County with Jad K. Shipman. um, On first-degree attempted animal cruelty and one count of patronizing a prostitute. A vice unit detective from... (laughs) from, Yeah, that's an interesting combination, isn't it? this recipe already. Yeah, the uh, Bellevue Police Department contacted the Cowlitz County Sheriff's Office. Report a user later identified as Shipman was communicating with a person on a forum website where users can solicit prostitutes. Uh-huh. So he goes on, I don't know, prostitutes are us, whatever right. it may be. He allegedly offered to pay $440 to a person to travel to Longview to touch him and his miniature horse sexually. <laughs> Once again, let me, let me say, not just him, right. but $440. Come on, come on down to Longview and Cowlitz. And touch me and my horse, me and uh, my mini horse. Have I know se- this is a little freaky,
1: but this really turns me on when you do this.
0: Yeah, Shipman told the potential prostitute he was having difficult time finding a willing participant to join him. As quote, <clears throat> ready for it? Yeah. Last two gals I asked said it was noticeably outside their comfort zone. <laughs> Those are some smart ladies. Yeah. What touching you and your mini horse is outside? Of course, it's outside everyone's comfort of zone. It is for four hundred and forty dollars. A deputy arrived at Shipman's residence and saw two miniature horses. On, wait, now he's lying. <laughs> two on the property. Yeah,
1: it's a, it's a bonus. You know, it's like when they throw an extra
0: donut in there. The, <laughs> there I got go. a munchkin. Here you, you got go. An extra one. Hey, guess what? It's going to be a three, a triple. <laughs> Me and two mini horses. A resident told the deputy Shipman was partial owner of the animals. So old uh, Jad wow. K. Jad K. Shipman. Going on there on the old prostitute message boards, and I love how he so eloquently said, "The last two girls I asked said it was noticeably outside their comfort zone."
1: We are quickly approaching. If we haven't already gone past the the border, we're just at a point where sex just isn't doing it for us anymore.
0: Right. We're trying this all just these regular weird old,
1: yeah. you know, just normal Lutheran sex. Does <laughs> it? <laughs>
0: You know, just the same boring vanilla doesn't know. get. When you go on a missionary, it doesn't right. just that doesn't, doesn't get you anymore.
1: It just doesn't seem to do it. and We've got to start adding other things in there. And Boost think, with
0: translucent windows. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Horses. Uh, you got to have your webcam set up. You got to I mean, there's just not enough. It's just yeah. not hot enough for people. And I don't. I, I'm, I'm well, amazed that we've gotten there.
0: Well, here's an individual that kicks it old school style. It's uh, an individual who says they're a teacher at an alternative school okay. where each class has two teachers. I'm a 35-year-old female. My co-teacher is a 34-year-old female and is very in-your-face, in-your-business, and doesn't understand boundaries very well. Uh She is always looking over my shoulder. She will straight-up yank my laptop away from me and look at what I'm typing. If my phone goes off, she goes, ooh, who's that? (laughs) And things of that nature. I've gently tried to explain to her that I don't want her touching my stuff like that. And she'll say stuff like, oh, well, I'm an open book. It's no big deal. When I've explained less gently to her, she borderline cries and gets into an anxiety loop where she accuses me of being mean and or mad at her. I'm currently in a long-distance relationship, and my boyfriend and I rely on a lot of sexting to keep our relationship fun. (laughs) We have a horse. Yeah, exactly. We go in the woods. Sometimes those gals are noticeably outside my (laughs) comfort zone. (laughs) You know what isn't outside your comfort zone? Nugenics. She'll like it, too. Just take a... (laughs) <laughs> Sex doll, bend it in half. Give it the old big hurt. and yep. <laughs> <laughs> He's in a different time zone, so things I send him at night won't get responses until the next morning sometimes. Today, I noticed he was sending me text responses to photos I had taken last night about what they made him want to do to me. Okay. I want to point out quickly that there are no kids in the room at this time because they're working at the school. And even if one had wandered in, they're too short to get to my phone and too young to read. I decided to leave my phone on a tall standing desk, desk, I should say, by my laptop while going to get a cup of coffee, knowing that the co-teacher will probably look at it. Because she's so in the face. And she doesn't know boundaries. So I got my explicit sexting going on in my phone, and I know she's going to look at it, and that'll teach her a lesson. Okay. When I got back, my coach told me in a very serious voice that I need to be careful what I'm doing at work because she saw my disgusting and inappropriate texts. I told her she wouldn't have seen it had she been not looking for them. Mm -hmm. And she said that wasn't the point, that she felt sexually harassed but wouldn't go to HR about it because, quote, children won't be able to handle a change of teachers. And I was slightly aroused. Yes. So the woman is asking, was she wrong to leave those sexually explicit texts open, knowing that the co-teacher would look at them. I think yes. I th- Yeah, I don't think... No, if you know, there's a better way to go about trying to teach that woman a lesson yeah. that doesn't involve your sexting with uh, the man in a different time zone.
1: Yeah, and, and, and yeah, there's just something... Yeah, there, it's, it's like a setup, uh, and the, she's trying to force something to happen and i don't know that that's the way you prove a point
0: not in that particular regard especially not inside of a school setting i understand well you know she's very much like well no kids are around and they couldn't grab my phone i still don't care right if someone's all up in your business there's better ways than going well i'm gonna show them by letting them see all the seedy sexton we got going on yeah yeah i uh... i appreciate the old schoolness of the sexton though as opposed to everything, To pose the other things you talked so far on this edition of the podcast, the sexting. I appreciate yeah. the old school
1: of it. You're right. You're right. It, it is pretty low on the list of of uh, freaky things. Yes, well, that it is. Good on them trying to keep it hot.
0: Yeah, keeping
1: it hot in the and, and, and phone.
0: You, and you just you just don't leave it open like that. There was better ways to go about it. Yeah, to prove a point than just leaving it open for the for the person to find. Because that's the one. Because that's the thing. You shouldn't be a busybody. But of all the things to look into, that would be whoa. Whoa, what's what's I I don't need to see that put that down, put that away.
1: If I'm ever ever fortunate enough to be in a position where I'm sexting back and forth with a woman, I think I'm gonna get a dedicated phone just for that.
0: You want a burner sexer? Yeah, I think you need that. that I I keep in
1: the the sock drawer.
0: Yeah, I think you need if you're gonna, I think if nothing else, so far in this too good for radio podcast. She'll like it, too. Mm-hmm. And I think you're right. I think if you're going to do the sexton and the hibbity-dibbity or the crank shots or whatever, the cootie-coo, boop-boop-boop, or whatever pictures you take, <laughs> uh, I think you need a burner phone. I think so, too. And by yeah. the way, cootie-coo, boop-boop-boop is a new thing. We're Going to do the old cootie-coo, boop-boop-boop real just quick. registered that domain. Yes, <laughs> perfect, perfect. Uh, and so let's move on now from sex here, and let's actually learn something. Let's do a little something educational here. This is
1: one of those things where I thought... It was when I when I discovered it, I thought, you know what? Shame on me for being so American centric that I figured everybody did the same thing we do. In the in the case of what do you call? Let's say you find an actual body in the not, woods. Not a weird, not a, use a, not a sex, style, sex doll. But you find a body in the woods. There's no identification, uh, and they take it back to the police station, and they have to put a name to it. They always say, well, this is a the John Doe or a Jane, or a Jane, Jane
0: Doe. Okay, right. Yeah, I I am like you. I just assumed that that would be the same thing all that would over be the world. Universal. Yes.
1: Very simple, very the, generic, everybody sort of understands. But of course, in different countries, it's going to be different. What what you, do they like Jonas? Is it is it still like a John Doe or is it different names? And that's that's what's so interesting here is that as you go around the world, you discover that every country, even English-speaking countries have their own version of John Doe. For example, in Australia, you're a Joe Bloggs. Joe Blogs, Or a Jane Citizen.
0: Good old Jane Q. Citizen. Joe uh, Bloggs? Like, spelled B-O-L-G-G-S. Okay, Blogs. Joe Joe Bloggs. Joe Blogs. Yeah. Don't know the barbie
1: for Joe Bloggs. In Brazil, I love how exotic this oh, is. Oh, it's going to have to be. Very, very sexy to be an anon- anonymous person in Brazil.
0: I'm just going to start using yeah. it as my actual radio name. You're either... Jao de Silva, yeah. or Maria de Silva. Ooh, Jao de Silva. Uh-huh. That is very exotic. Um, I I, pa- I want to go. You know what? I want to go to Brazil just to
1: pass away. Similarly, in Argentina, Juan Perez or Maria Garcia.
0: Why does? Why are they changing the last name? I don't know. <laughs> it does seem like, like extra work. Right, like Juan Perez and Maria Garcia. <laughs> like, could it just be Maria Perez? Yes, it does like, seem like
1: extra work. <laughs>
0: I mean, at least here in America, we do John and Jane Doe. Right.
1: They're right. related. Um, in uh, in Algeria, you're Ahmed Belkdam or Fatima Khalifi.
0: Why do, once again, why do they have to have the different names?
1: <laughs> Fatima Khalifi. Yeah. Okay. Um, Saudi Arabia, Ahmed Al-Abdili or Fatima al Maturi.
0: Okay. Okay. Uh, must not be a lot of those over there in Saudi Arabia. In um Is there in, anyone actually named last name Doe in America?
1: I don't know. That's a D-O-E? I, I, I'd love to know the history of that of why we've chosen that. Because as... I'm pretty
0: damn sure there's a Garcia and a Perez in Argentina. That's a, that's, that's a good point. Similarly, in Russia, we've no, got god, Brutus Bear. <laughs> Masha. That be, yeah, that would be
1: good, but no, we've we've got Ivan Ivanov and Anna
0: Ivanova. <laughs> That just seems like Bodie McBoatface it version does. of Russian. I tell you, what, we have we have unidentified the body here in Russia, what do we call it? That's Ivan Ivanov and Anna Anna Nanimov.
1: See, another one that I would I would suspect you'd bump into in South Africa, it's John and Jane Smith. God, there will be a lot of those. Uh in Egypt, it's Ahmed Hassan and Fatima Ibrahim. <laughs> It's not Tut <laughs> uh, uh, It's not Tut and Cleo? Cleopatra. <laughs> uh, we, got another, we, got a, we got another John Tut and, that a, makes Jane, sense. A, John Tut and a Jane Cleo. Because that's not something you're going to run into, right? No, I'm, j- into
0: I'm pretty sure there's not a John Tut over there. I would hope not. No, or Agamemnon or something. John <laughs> Tut. <laughs> and Jane Cleo.
1: Uh, Peru, Juan Lopez and Maria Gonzalez.
0: Okay, a lot of Maria uh, and Juan's. Uh-huh. Very, very much John and Mary. In North Korea, Kim Jong Un, you're not you're not far off. It's Kim Jun Young and Park Yoon Mi. Park Yoon me? Park Park Yoon <laughs> Mi. Park Yoon <Yun-mi>. Excuse me. Park Yoon <laughs> <Park> me? <Yun-mi. Excuse-mi. laughs> Yeah. Don't <laughs> mean to step all over your toes there, parking me. Uh
1: I I I would think that I'd have you know, I don't have like any of the other interesting European countries like Germany.
0: I can only imagine. Yeah. Hans um Hans Gruber. Yeah. <laughs> do they do they have any of the Nordic ones? Like I imagine it's like a, a Bjornsen Bjorn Bjornsen and you know, Hannah von whatever it may be. I don't know. I'm looking up the uh
1: uh, in belgium in belgium germany italy and serbia uh, they go with nomen nominidum nomen nominidum nomen nominidum
0: nomen nominidum yeah, nomen, nomen,
1: nomen, <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see what other other variants there are we've got a uh, we got a john styles and richard styles
0: dick styles yeah yeah there we go old dick styles in there um,
1: there's some other variations in massachusetts they used to go with mary mo Okay. Sounds like okay,
0: a... Marymo. does that <laughs> uh, say, it? Wasn't
1: that? A, wasn't that in a song? New Age Girl by Dead Eye Dick. I think so. I think so. Um,
0: and uh,
1: yeah, I'm trying to find some other.
0: I just want to know what the if you if you know the uh, Nordic versions, comment below or send an email to Mike at WMAY.com. So we learned some things here today. Ivan Ivanov and Anna Anna Annaov. Anna, uh, Anna Banana Fofana.
1: It looks like they use. Uh, it looks like they use John Doe.
0: Over, over in Sweden? Yeah. Do it on them. Yeah. Yeah, That's because that's the right way to do it. I thought it'd be like something like Jornish, Jonas whatever it may be. Jonas um, Hinderland or something. Yeah. Somebody here is, uh, oh, place. is, they're called placeholder names. Yes,
1: until they find out. Um, and sorry for making you wait,
0: but it's a podcast, and I don't <laughs> think that anybody's really. Quick, quick, we'll take a quick break from our sponsor, <laughs> Nugenics. <laughs> For, for if you're too if you're uh if you're looking for something for somebody in your life that you don't really care too much about but you care even more little about their romantic partner it's new cuz she'll like it too okay in germany the equivalent would be max mustermann and erica mustermann <laughs> see at least they do the same last name right uh, max mustermann
1: And what do you want to know sweden yes yeah, sweden sweden uh, the closest swedish equivalent of john doe is uh, it, they just they just say Nomen Nescio, which is name unknown. Okay. Uh, common first names infrequently used as placeholders are Kali or Lisa. Gotcha.
0: Mm-hmm. I wanted to be Jonas or Sven. I did too. Sven Svensson, Sweden. If you're listening, I know we get a couple of stray listeners from Sweden. Change your John Doe to Sven Svensson. Yeah. Ooh, in, in France, we've got Pierre-Paul Jacquet and Pierre-Jean Jacquet. Ooh, yes. that's,
1: a, that's exotic, too. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a painting of something.
0: Exactly. Paint, paint me like your French John Doe's. <laughs> <laughs> it is so the, don't say you haven't learned anything. That's right. And if some of those things we talked to were a little noticeably outside your comfort zone, mm-hmm. uh-huh, we'll try to do better next week. What are you going to do about it?